0: It's Holly, and welcome back to Sincerely You. This episode is going to be boffin because today we are talking about insecurities and self love. And hello, I think we all struggle with this. So I just have so much I want to say, and I'm just really, really excited for this episode. Out of all the ones I recorded, I think this one is going to be my favorite. For some reason, I've really been struggling with insecurities this past year. A lot, actually. And I think it started because I got on the internet. I started all my Dear Diary accounts a little over a year ago, so that makes perfect sense. It's also one of the reasons why I got off TikTok, if I'm being completely honest. Just having the world being able to comment anything about me or the things I do at any given moment is terrifying. And of course, Posting my face and my passions where everyone can see it, it just made me so critical of myself and comparison especially really set in. But my insecurities obviously go way farther back than that. I mean, we've all grown up and still have our deeply rooted insecurities, whether it's about our bodies, our faces, our personalities, our habits, whatever. We have a really really hard time giving ourselves a break from critical and self-hating thoughts and an even harder time fully accepting ourselves as we are. It basically seems impossible. So let's talk about that. I'm just gonna jump into an entry here and get started. This one's mostly about hating physical appearance, but we will discuss other insecurities throughout the whole episode. Dear Diary, I feel so insecure and totally insane. I'm going crazy because no one sees my pain. I wish there was something perfect about me, but there isn't. My skin isn't clear, my teeth aren't normal, I'm not skinny whatsoever. My thighs are too round and are covered in scars. My waist isn't tiny, my face is too fat, my hair is so damaged, my past is messed up and my family is broken. Nothing about that seems perfect to me. Why am I so ugly? I'm so unhappy with how I look and I've tried to change it by eating less and healthier and working out, but I just stay the same. It even got to the point where I wouldn't eat for days and I just felt sick, but still nothing changed. I want to look like someone else, but I would hate to ever trade bodies with anyone because I know that they would have to live looking like me. All the girls at my school are so gorgeous and beautiful and I wish I could look like them. I just find it so hard having to look in a mirror. I just sit and cry for hours wanting to be someone else. People tell me, don't think like that. You're beautiful. Or why do you always say that? Just be happy. Stop obsessing over people. And I know they're right. I should stop thinking like that and be happy with the way I look, but I can't. People are so judgmental and I don't know what to do. I can't just turn around and be happy and love the way I am because I'm struggling and I'm sad. I feel like I'm nothing and nobody sees how badly I'm hurting. And how much I hate myself. I need help, but no one cares. No one sees me. Sincerely, B. Hey, B. Nothing about you is ugly. Nothing about you needs to be fixed or changed. And you are beautiful the way you are. (laughs) Those words don't mean anything, do they? Like when I say you're beautiful the way you are, I might as well say nothing. Because we hear those words all the time. We don't believe them. I don't. I mean, it doesn't fix anything. Listen, this episode is not going to be that. I mean, yes, I do say those things because they are true. But my goal here is to offer you more to offer you guys deeper truths about who we are, what we look like, and what it means to finally love ourselves. I know very well that when you are deep in the pit of insecurities, simple words like that will never help. But I am very confident that I can at least open the door to self-love and offer an entire new perspective to at least put into practice. First off, we're all insecure. The number one mistake we make when it comes to insecurities is we think we are the only one struggling with it, or the only ugly one, or the only person that truly can't stand themselves. This obviously isn't true. I haven't met one single person in the whole world that isn't insecure in some way. Not one person. I've looked in the mirror and cried before. I've also seen some of the prettiest people complain about the way they look, and I remember being so shocked by it, but now that I'm older and I'm just, I've lived life a little bit, I get it. No one is really 100% okay with themselves because it's really freaking hard to be in a world like this one. And it feels like as soon as you do start to love yourself, I swear, every single time someone will say something or post something, or you see an Instagram picture or a TikTok, and it just brings you right back down that hole of Being insecure. Trust me, I go there about once a week. Before I say more or really dive in, there's something I want to do actually. About a week ago, I asked my Instagram followers to submit something they are insecure about. I told them it would be anonymous, so they really felt free to share whatever. And they must have felt free because this was the most replies I've ever gotten on an Instagram story. It was insane. I don't even have time to read them all, but I'm going to read some. So here we go. And by the way, I'm going to go really fast. My double chin, my big boobs, that no one really likes me and they're all being fake nice to me. The sideburns on my face, my arm hair, my acne, my eyebrows because they're very light and you can hardly see them. My scars, my side and back profile, my weight, my thighs when I sit down, my forehead, my cellulite, how dumb I am, my teeth my legs because they're discolored and chunky, my birthmarks, my stomach, my facial structure, my mistakes, how I'm not interesting enough to keep friends around, my voice, my big nose, my destructive tendencies, how short I am, how tall I am, how I'm not good at anything, my stretch marks, my under eye bags, my skin color, every word that comes out of my mouth, my smile, my eye shape, my mental health and sexuality, how much I sweat, how annoying I am, my hairline, my personality, my butt, My freckles, height, nose, forehead, and lips, my legs, teeth, height, weight, how much I eat, my hands and feet, everything, I hate everything about myself. All right. so hopefully we are all on the same page now. And know that every person that listens to this hates parts of themselves just like you do. Do you ever wonder why though? Because we are not born hating ourselves. We are taught it. We live in a world that tells us that we constantly need to change in order to be okay with ourselves. And I really want to talk about this because I really believe that this is what causes a lot of us to hate the way we look. I actually recently saw this TikTok of someone complaining about an insecurity of theirs. And someone in the comments was like, oh you can get surgery for that. And it got a ton of likes. Keep in mind, the poster was not asking for advice about surgery or how to fix themselves. I saw another person in the comments and this just broke my freaking heart. They said something like, guys, please stop suggesting surgery for these things. I'm trying to have self-love and self-acceptance. I agree 100%. If you complain about your love handles or weight and someone says, well, why don't you go to the gym and work out? Thanks, <laughs> but that's the exact opposite of what people need to hear. I've also noticed a comment going around and the comment is usually on videos of like, the Kardashians, or anyone getting plastic surgery. It's the comment, we're not ugly, we're just poor. Well, we're not ugly anyways. We don't need to do all of that to be considered pretty. And I hate that comment because they associate being pretty with something entirely unattainable for like 99.9% of people. And I'm not sure if you guys are seeing as many nose jobs on TikTok as I am. But I don't care what anyone says. Seeing that stuff affects us whether we want it to or not. And people constantly suggesting or showing off fixes like surgery or working out seven days a week with some crazy diet—that ain't it. That's not what we should be looking towards to when it comes to our insecurities at all. And that's why we freaking have insecurities in the first place. Sadly, we are born into a world that. Quite literally runs on the idea of changing in order to accept who we are. Think about how companies even make money. They invent a problem, and then they develop a product to solve that problem. You know, the only reason women started shaving their legs is because the shaving industry wanted to expand their demographic to women. You're not supposed to think of how to fix your insecurities. So that's your first mistake. And that's what society pushes and tells you to do. So I get that it's really hard. The whole beauty industry makes money off of this. Words like thinner, smaller, fuller appear in countless ads and magazines and marketing campaigns. Basically, any word that ends in ER, because apparently we are never enough just the way we are, we are constantly being told to fix things and change. And we are never, ever told to be okay with ourselves the way we are, unless it comes from, like, an individual and money's not involved. I actually challenge you guys to start being aware of this. Pay attention to the ads you get served on Instagram or whatever. Pay attention to magazines. Pay attention to the language being used because it will tell you that you are not enough. It will tell you that you need something else to be better, to be pretty, to fit in, It's very subtle too and it's oftentimes disguised as trends or entertainment. So a really good example is the freaking TikTok trends. Do not get me started on these trends. Oh my gosh, like testing to see if your face is symmetrical or the nose job trend where you make it look like you have a different nose or showing your side profile or your back profile to test to see if it's acceptable. I hate all of it. It's awful, it's all awful, and it's not healthy. And this is just a subtle example because it's telling you that you didn't pass the test. It's like a test, like come on. I've done these trends just because you know you get curious and let me tell you, I did not come out of it feeling better about myself. I mean, I know how to deal with it now. I just realized that it's stupid and it doesn't mean anything, but it still sucks. I actually just watched James Charles' video with Madison Beer and she even brought up the symmetrical trend and how it showed her that her face wasn't entirely symmetrical. And whether she is or isn't, like it doesn't even matter because she made note of it and she brought it up and it just made me realize that no one is safe from those things. No one. It makes us all feel like crap. And the only people that go viral from it are the ones who pass the test and end up looking so-called perfect, or the ones who really fail, and then everyone laughs at it, or comments like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry you look like that. It's just so horrible to me. I despise it. I hate it with every cell in my body, and you should too. And that's why insecurities bother us so much, because when we see something wrong with ourselves, our first thought is, okay, that needs to go. That needs to be fixed. I need to change it. And then when we can't change it, we feel trapped in an ugly body. But you are not trapped. You do not have to change to be pretty. And no one tells us this enough. Not really. And I'm about to spend this entire episode trying to rewire your brain and change how you look at all of this because that's the issue. Our bodies are not the issue. It's the mindset that we are taught to have and the mindset that's always pushed on us literally every second of the day. I've also noticed that plastic surgery is actually becoming normalized for very young people. I mean, I've been seeing 14-year-olds getting nose jobs, and it's normalized to a point where we feel like we have to do those things, too, to feel okay. So if our nose isn't perfect and everyone else is just fixing theirs to be perfect, it puts a lot of pressure on us, too. And when we can't change it or when we don't have the money or our parents don't let us, It just ruins us. It ruins any chance we have at self-acceptance. But I am not here to say that your self-acceptance depends on other people because it absolutely does not. I just wanted to bring attention to it because we all have to fight the good fight and we have to call out the harmful things in our society. I also really quickly just want to say that I don't have anything against plastic surgery. I think it's just when it's pushed on everyone all at once. And now it's starting to trickle down into the very, very young audience. I think that's when it's problematic and possibly harmful. You know what? We are told to fix things to fit into society's standard. But where the heck did this standard even come from? Who decides the standard? Who makes it? And why is it so dang narrow? Things are getting better, I guess, by being more inclusive. It is getting better. But I still think it's way too slow. And I don't think things like TikTok or Instagram necessarily helped the situation a whole lot. Okay, that was definitely a side rant, so I'm sorry to get off track. But I want you guys to know that while the rant focused on physical insecurities, I do touch on general self-hatred and other things that we just don't like about ourselves. So B, stick around because I have so much more I want you to hear. So please just stay for the whole episode. The next entry is about a very specific insecurity that the submitter is trying to overcome. Dear Diary, When I was around five, I had open-heart surgery that left me with a giant scar down my upper chest. When I was little, I didn't struggle with it much because I didn't really care or feel insecure about it. But as I grow up and become a teenager, I hate it more and more every day, and it has become my biggest insecurity. I know I shouldn't, but I hate it. And I feel like if I show it to anyone, I will feel completely exposed and I'm horrified of what people might think. And you know, when you are young, you want to live life to the fullest and wear cute clothes, wear bikinis and impress boys. But for me, all of that is so hard because you never know what people will think. And some days when I get the bravery to wear a shirt or a dress that shows my scar, some person will look at it and then at my face and then back at the scar, Make a weird face or tell another person to look or even give you a weird face, like if they felt bad for you. And it makes me feel awful. People around me always say, if I were you, I wouldn't care. And I would show everyone because that saved your life. And they always think I'm overthinking it, but they have no idea what it's like to live like this. You have to pull up your v-neck shirt or anything that might show the top of your scar. It's just really hard to love yourself when you have that thing always there. Sincerely, T. The thing that resonated with me the most is how you want to just feel free to live your life. You want to be free to wear the clothes you want and not have this on your mind constantly. I think that's where most of us are coming from when we talk about getting rid of our insecurities. We really just want freedom from them. We want to be able to let go and finally feel free and happy. The thing is, almost all of our insecurities are based on what we think other people think of us. We can say we don't like something about ourselves just because we don't like it, but I'm sorry, that's not true. It's really because we think it's ugly to other people. If you were the only person on this earth, you probably would never look into a mirror. You would not care. You only hate things about yourself because you're convinced that the world hates them too. You're convinced other people think it's ugly. When it comes to my own insecurities, I'm always telling myself that it's the only thing people see or that it's the first thing that people notice about me. And I'm always hyper aware of it. I feel like it somehow invalidates the other parts of me or the parts that I think are actually good about me. Or that everyone is just too nice to say something to me so that they lie or keep the truth about my ugly parts to themselves. And I know it sounds ridiculous. That's because it is. But I'm guessing you might feel this way too. But when you think about how you think about other people and how you look at other people, you really realize how ridiculous it is. I don't know about you guys, but when I look at someone else, I first see their beauty. Honestly, I first see the things that they have that I don't have. And it took me a minute to realize this. I just now realized this because of this podcast. But I usually first see the things that I don't have that I wish I had. So if a girl has really pretty wavy or curly hair, I notice that and I think about how beautiful it is. And it's not really coming from a place of jealousness or envy, it's just coming from a place of admiration. It's a good place. And then here I am thinking that everyone looks at me and only sees the worst parts of me or sees the very specific thing that I hate about myself, which is so dumb. Guys, that's so dumb. No one looks at you like that. Absolutely no one. So I think that's the first thing we need to get out of our heads. If I saw you had a scar, I would not think twice about it. And it definitely would not be the first thing I noticed about you. And if i did notice i would know that it was from heart surgery in an absolutely no way is that ugly to me no possible way and in no way does that invalidate your beauty in any shape or form it just adds to it just to be real i don't care what anyone else looks like in this whole world i do not have stake in how any other person looks in this entire universe i do not care that's because I am way too worried about how I look. That's how most of us operate. So let's just think about that for a second. If everyone is worried about themselves, why do you think everyone is so focused on your flaws or the things you don't have or the things you lack? I know it does seem like the world cares a lot because it does a really good job pretending like it does, but the reality is no one, no one cares about it. <laughs> The world, especially, the world does not care about you at all. They just want your money. That's the bottom line. And they either want your money or a specific individual will try and tear you down because they want to feel good about themselves. T, please, I am begging you, stop giving this, all this negative thought and attention. I promise you, it does not deserve it. And there is no purpose in it. It will do you no good. And most of the things you are telling yourself, it's lies. It's all lies. It's not even true. I also just want to thank you for this entry because there is a lot of talk about being comfortable in the skin that you're born in, but there are also so many things about us that we are not born with, like stretch marks, cellulite, scars, acne, wrinkles, hair loss, whatever. The thing is, all those things are still part of being human and part of having a body. In a way, we are born with those things because we are born with bodies. It's part of humanity. Everyone does usually act like those things are so horrible and so unfortunate and rare, but they're not at all. Most humans have them. It's a part of going through life sometimes, and that's okay. We're not alone. And those things are so freaking common, guys. And it's time we stop feeling like we have to hide them away, fix them, cover them up, or be ashamed why should we be ashamed for having bodies? Why are we ashamed of our bodies being bodies and reacting normal to things, acting normal? It's all so normal. And why do we expect ourselves to keep up this plastic image when literally every person on planet earth experiences things like this? Another thing that the submitter brought to light is the fact that she almost feels bad for having this insecurity, because I think in hindsight she knows that it's not a big deal, but she can't really help it. Listen, don't ever be insecure for having insecurities, because we all have things that seem blown out of proportion, or things that are blown out of proportion, myself included, and a lot of the time they're just really hard to come to terms with in our minds, and that's okay. Also a part of being human. So don't ever feel stupid for struggling with anything. I know all your problems aren't going to be solved by this single podcast episode, but I will say that over time, it does get better the more you put this perspective into practice. It's like a muscle that you have to exercise over and over every single day. I know this because it happened to me. I've grown up with really deep insecurities, and I used to be completely and totally wrapped up in it just like you. But now I'm 100% free from them. Now, of course, I have new insecurities (laughs) and new ones always pop up like every other week, which, you know, relatable. And I'm still battling those, of course, but I always take comfort in knowing that self-acceptance is 1000% possible because I've been there. I've had things I thought I would never be okay with. Seriously, never. And now I am. I really don't care. It's a complete 180. And most of that was just realizing that it doesn't freaking matter. It does not matter. It's time to let go. Nobody is looking at you the way you are looking at yourself. If you tell a lie enough, people will start to believe it. And you're telling yourself the lie that your scar or whatever you who's listening struggle with makes you less in some way. You're telling that lie to yourself over and over again, every single day. But if you tell the truth enough, you're going to start to believe the truth too. And the truth is pretty clear once you break it down. There is no definition of beauty other than that you are beautiful because you're alive. You're unique. No one else is you. You're not perfect. You make mistakes. You're trying. You're human. You struggle. You overcome. You're alive. That's beautiful. That is what makes humanity beautiful. The next entry is about how we often link our happiness to looking and feeling pretty. Dear Diary, I hate the way I look. I am fed up waking up every day and looking at myself in the mirror. I can't stop comparing myself to other people. In my eyes, I am huge. I recently looked back at a picture of me at a water park. I was wearing a bikini, and was sucking in my stomach to make myself look less fat. I remember feeling that everyone was staring at me all day and that everyone was laughing at me. But the thing that made me sad was that I was only nine. Why should a nine-year-old feel like they have to be a certain size to fit into society? I still do feel everyone is laughing at me in public because of my looks and size. I can't stop myself from checking my weight and BMI. In the past, I tried to restrict my eating And I feel that I will try it again, but without getting caught. I just want to be happy. Is that too much to ask? Sincerely, P. It breaks my heart to hear that you were only nine when you were feeling this way. But that's what's even more sad, is that most of us can remember a specific moment when we felt insecure or ugly from a super young age and it just sticks with us. If you think about it, who defines the ideal body type? Why is a certain body type more acceptable than others? Because it changes every year. It's a trend. I remember 15 years ago, the ideal body type was super thin, hardly any hips, no curves, and now we're expected to have an hourglass figure, the biggest ass in the world, and the tiniest waist in the world. And the people who are apparently shaped like a door don't fit in anymore, but they would have been considered perfect like 15 years ago. How does that make sense? I remember it being very different and I watched the beauty standard change. I watched the trends change and you all will too. I'm sure you already have in so many ways. So what the heck is the freaking point? Why are we letting the world dictate whether or not we can love ourselves? Why do we have to get permission fully accept ourselves, to accept the body and the face we have, to accept the scars that allowed us to live, to accept the very human things we go through. I know I can say all this stuff, and at the end of the day, society's standards still exist, and that still makes it hard, and it still sucks. But at the same time, I hope it's somewhat freeing to think about it in this way, because you do have a choice. You don't have to listen to it. You really don't it was very possible for you to go to that water park with the same body in the same world and not give a crap about what other people thought. Sounds crazy, but it's possible. And that's because it's not about looking a certain way. It's about wanting to be accepted by the world. If your body at nine years old was the ideal body type, you would not feel insecure. Guys, I don't think you realize how big of a deal this is. If your body and face exactly how it is now became the beauty standard tomorrow, you, and I'm talking to everybody listening, you would start to be okay with yourself. Is this how you want your future children to define their beauty and self-love entirely based on the current trends and whether or not their face and body fits at the time? No, no. You guys, we have to start waking up to the reality of the world. We have to start looking up from our phones, looking away from magazines, looking away from Hollywood, whatever, and realize that most of the world is not stick skinny. Most of the world has stretch marks, cellulite, love handles, beauty marks, discoloration. It's a freaking part of being human. And by the way, little side note, everyone should look at Rihanna's recent ad campaign. It went viral, so you probably have seen it. But it's totally inclusive of real bodies, and it's freaking amazing. Anyway, even once we realize that most people don't look perfect, sometimes it just doesn't matter to us because we can still desire to fit into the narrow body standard. We don't care how many other people look like us. We don't care if we're normal. We don't want to be normal. We want to look like the very, very small percentage of bodies that are displayed in billboards and magazines. So let's say that you do reach that standard. Then what? really, then what? You'll be happy? You'll be liked? You'll feel envied? That's the biggest lie I've ever heard. We are all being deceived into thinking that looking so-called perfect will bring us true joy and fulfillment. But fulfillment isn't shredding around with the perfect body. I can guarantee that if you make this your life mission, you will never be happy. Hollywood is full of perfect bodies, and how many famous people do you know that struggle with mental health? you will make yourself miserable because perfection just doesn't exist. And you know what is fulfilling? Loving yourself despite of what you call your flaws. Accepting yourself even when you struggle to love certain parts of you. Knowing that your body is literally a living miracle that allows you to enjoy laughing with friends, finding love, dancing, and freaking enjoying that extra donut. Looking a certain way or weighing a certain number does not keep you from enjoying those things. The only thing that does is you. And I'll say it again, it's time to let go. It's not worth it. All right, so moving on. (laughs) The next entry is about having an insecurity that no one ever takes seriously. And this is another example that should just wake us up to realize that literally everyone is insecure about something, no matter who they are, what they look like, or anything. And by the way, this is kind of written in poem format, so yeah. Dear Diary, Why must I be imperfect? Why can't I be beautiful? Why can't anyone see past the outside? Since when did skinny become a personality trait? Age 7, 37 pounds, taken to the doctor. Is my daughter anorexic? My mother said sobbing. Why can't she gain weight? Age 13, 69 pounds. Crying alone in my bed because skinny is imperfect. I thought I was normal. You're so skinny. How are your wrists so small? You have no thighs. Everyone exclaimed as they didn't know what they were doing to me mentally. I can't be perfect. There's always something wrong. Why can't I gain weight? Tenth of an ounce every month. The scales mocking me. Putting coins in my pockets to make myself heavier at the doctor's office. Crying over my imperfections. No one sees me, no one understands me. Shut up, you have no room to talk, they say. Stop, they repeat. You don't know what it's like to be fat, they remind me. You're not even overweight, I think. You're perfect the way you are, I say. But myself, I am not beautiful, I know. I am imperfect. It's time to stop pointing out things unless it's a heartfelt compliment. You could be pointing out their biggest insecurity. I'm 14 now, close to hitting 80 pounds. Words seriously have damaged my mental health. I see in pictures of my friends who are average, who are normal. I look ghastly, I look sick, underfed, starved. People get mad at me when I complain. Am I not allowed to feel pain? Whenever I try to rant, I get shut out, blocked away. No one understands. No one. When my friends make these statements about my weight, I laugh it off because they'll say something like, Stop overreacting, you're so dramatic so I hold it all in so they don't know the pain they cause me. PSA, please never comment on a person's weight. Thank you. Sincerely, C. Thank you, C, for an extremely important entry. I think many can relate. I myself have been told to shut up before when trying to talk about my insecurities. I think a lot of our insecurities come from one single comment or something we saw one time and it just stayed with us forever. Insecurities can develop just because someone says one thing at one time, even if it's like said in passing. And it doesn't even have to be towards you. For example, if you see someone that has a same feature or quality about you and they say, oh, it's so ugly. I hate it. I want to change this. I need to fix it. And you have that same thing. You think, oh, okay, that must mean that it's ugly on me too and that I should hate this too. This just proves that our insecurities are basically taught or at least picked up from different life experiences. Not only that, but some of the things we love about ourselves are taught too. If you have a small nose, chances are you are okay with it or you just like it because this world taught you that it was acceptable and it fits the standard, as I kind of just touched on. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I think it's important to be aware of and really question yourself if you really do have self-love or if you are accepting of yourself just because you kind of fit. My mom told me this one story of someone that I forget the name of, but there's this woman and she's an adult now, but when she was about 10 years old, she was sitting on the sidewalk with one of her friends. And her friend put her middle finger and thumb around her wrist and said, did you know that if you can't touch your finger to your thumb around your wrist, that means you're fat? And the woman tried it when she was 10 years old and she couldn't touch. Her friend could, but she couldn't. And that exact moment is when this woman's years worth of eating disorder started. And I mean, she struggled with it well into her adult years, and it is all rooted in that one single moment. And by the way, no, that does not mean you're fat. That is stupid. Insecurities are not just about having insecurities. No, we attach meaning to those things. So if you tell yourself that your forehead is too big, the next thing we jump to is that it means something for us. We give meaning to our insecurities, and that is what tears us down. When you say something is too big, well, too big for what? Now, this is where it gets real ugly. We then answer to ourselves the following, that because of our so-called flaws, we can't be considered fully pretty, we aren't worthy of finding love, that no one else will find us attractive, that we can't possibly walk with full confidence, that we won't ever look good in pictures, I mean, the list goes on and on, and it's all lies. Why on earth would that mean any of those things? Look at the conclusions we just leaped to. It doesn't correlate at all. For example, Rihanna has a forehead and she's freaking beautiful because she's talented, kind, loving, and is confident. Or like Tyra. They told her that her forehead was too big to model and then she went and modeled. (laughs) She's like the most famous model. And let me be clear, they don't have big foreheads they have foreheads. Normal foreheads. Let's not pretend like it's some crazy feature that's so rare just because Hollywood fails to be inclusive of all humans most of the time. I once asked my fiancé Evan if he would ever consider getting our future teen daughter plastic surgery just to see what he would say, and his response made me fall in love with him even more. He said no, because the things she may not like about herself, someone else might fall in love with, no matter what it is. Someone else might see so much beauty in exactly the way she was born. And she would miss that completely if she just went and changed herself. And she'd miss out on fully loving herself the way she is. Again, disclaimer I'm not here to preach against plastic surgery. I'm not saying plastic surgery is bad whatsoever. I don't think it's evil or anything. I just hate when people feel pressured to do it. Another really important truth to remind yourself of is that when other people say something to you that just cuts right to your heart or hurts you, whether it's a simple comment, they're joking, directly referring to you or not, whatever, anything that someone says about you that cuts deep, please know that them saying that is not normal. It's not right. It's not okay. It's not valid. That's something that's really hard for me to accept because I've gotten comments before where it was like, okay, that hurts. (laughs) That's going to develop into a deep insecurity. And sometimes it has, but I'm learning to come to terms with the fact that the commenters don't mean it like that. And even if they do, it's coming from a very wrong place on their end. And they are in the wrong for doing that. I also think about the thoughts I've had about other people, and they aren't necessarily nice. The only difference between my thoughts and comments is that the comments were said out loud. And besides, who made the comment about you? Do they look perfect? That's something to think about. It also just sucks because people can say whatever they want about you or any other person at any given time on the internet. And this is what gets to me the most and why I think insecurities are on the rise because of the internet. And let me just explain why. Let's say that you're walking down the street and you see someone with greasy hair, okay? Just a random example. You would look at that and think to yourself, okay, that's really greasy hair. It's kind of gross, whatever. It's just a passing thought. You have the thought and then you move on with your life and never think about that person again. You're not there to ruin someone's day or life. But on the internet, it's different. I've seen a TikTok where someone had oily hair and all the comments were like, your hair's disgusting, or take a shower, or ooh, your hair's so gross. You cannot just say that to people. If you wouldn't say it to their face, oh my gosh, you can't say it on the internet either. Those are statements that should be passing thoughts and should stay in your mind. There's absolutely no reason for something like that to ever be said out loud. But sadly, the internet gives people permission to tear someone down like that every second, every split second. And it's without a thought too. A lot of people will say that it's just a joke or a suggestion. Oh my gosh, so many people on TikTok, they try to defend their bullying by saying, well, it's just a suggestion. I'm trying to help her. Honey, no, (laughs) you're being a bully. Comments are a big deal. They're a big freaking deal, and we all know it. Someone making an awful comment will never think about that comment again, whether it's said in person or said on the internet. But the person will think about that the rest of the day or the rest of their entire life. That stuff hurts, and it only takes one statement for something to stick. Anyway, we're all the dang same. We're all human. We all have our stuff. We're all different. Our bodies are just meat suits. (laughs) I don't understand why the world wants us to A, all look the same, and B, define our worth based on what our meat suits look like. Our bodies are meant to keep us alive. All of our organs and veins and limbs and skin, our bodies are just walking miracles. They're amazing. And we're here upset because they don't look appealing or they don't look a certain way because our ass isn't big enough. When you think about it, we are only beautiful because we are flawed. Can you imagine a world where we all have the same bodies? Gross. That doesn't make for greatness. That doesn't make for a great story or a great life or individuality. Our suffering, our differences, our flaws, they might not make us feel good all the time, but they sure as crap can make us better people if we let them. If you were born perfect, you'd never have to learn self-love. It's only because we do have flaws that we struggle with loving ourselves fully. But dang, when we do, it's a whole new realm of happiness and freedom, I'm telling you. The next entry is about insecurities that go beyond appearance. And finally, because I know I've been talking about the way we look this whole time, but there are a lot of things we hate about ourselves that have nothing to do with our bodies or our faces. So here we go. Dear Diary, I hate myself. I hate myself so much. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of how ugly I am, how stupid I am, how every single time I make a good friendship with someone, they leave me within the space of a year because of how clingy I get. I'm only considered clingy because I care about them. But now I have massive trust issues. The fact that I have a loving family who all love me and that I have a nice house makes me feel super guilty. I mean, there are people dying with no family, no education, whatever. Sometimes when I feel sad, I think about death. Not that I'd ever wanna do it. I just think about what would happen if I were to die. Would people actually care? Or just call out the times I was stupid or annoying and laugh about how I sat alone every lunch or how I never complete my work on time. I know that my family loves me and obviously would care if I did die, but would anyone else? I feel like if I ever did tell my friends how I really feel in depth instead of just saying, I hate myself and them thinking I'm joking, They wouldn't understand, or just say, mood. I now have no friends and feel super alone all the time. I need someone to talk to, but I can't find anyone. I'm constantly comparing myself to other people, and I just want to stop. I hate myself. Sincerely, F. I'm really excited to talk about this one just because a lot of us do tend to hate certain parts of our personality, habits, failures, or simply who we are. Self-hatred runs deep when we aren't patient with ourselves, when we aren't self-forgiving for our faults and mistakes, and most importantly, when we talk to ourselves negatively on a daily basis. All people carry around a lot of embarrassment, regret, and failures, and all people have a really hard time accepting certain aspects of it all. You know how I said we were beautiful because of our so-called flaws? Well, if that's true, then how do you go about accepting yourself fully? First off, I don't even like calling it flaws because they aren't flaws. They are extremely normal things and human habits. Everything about us is normal. Acne, weight, long foreheads, arched noses, small lips, thick thighs, thin thighs, struggling with school, struggling with friendships, depression, anxiety not being good at certain things. I mean, being insecure is normal. My gosh, we are human. (laughs) We mess up. We're messy people, but we try. I used to be so insecure about the way I talked in front of a lot of people. Like class presentations, forget it. I was so embarrassed about my voice shaking or the way I sounded. Because guys, I was not good at speaking in front of people for any reason in any circumstance. It gave me so much anxiety, all throughout high school and college. And then I got a job where I had to lead a team and lead meetings. I honestly just decided that I had enough. And I made the decision to accept this flaw of mine and move on after years of anxiety. And guess what? I still slur my words. I still say, um, every other word. My voice still shakes. It's still really embarrassing and I still suck at it. So what's the difference? I accepted it. I told myself, okay, so I'm not great at speaking. I'm not a good speaker. That's okay. Good to know. (laughs) Moving on. And before you think about how I'm recording this podcast, please remember that I can stop it and redo lines. And trust me, I do all the time. We just all spend way too much time trying to fix our faults and putting the pressure on ourselves to be perfect. But honestly, acceptance is what we should be focusing on. The minute I even said it out loud, like, okay, Holly, you're not a great speaker. That's okay. That's fine. That's something about you. It's a personality trait. It's just something you're not good at. Cool. That's honestly when I was able to let go. I wasn't able to let go when I put the pressure on myself to not have a shaky voice, to not swear any words, to not say, um, and that's when I just failed at self-love every single time because perfection wasn't possible for me. I don't have that gift of being a good speaker, so I probably will never be a great speaker. Sometimes we think if we accept our failure or flaws, then we won't be content or self-loving. But I love myself more than I've ever loved myself once I learned to be okay with all the ugly parts about my personality, all my embarrassments, all my mistakes. I am going to challenge you guys, the next time you look in the mirror, actually every time you look in the mirror, look at the things you don't like about yourself physical things, and then think about the mistakes you made, the things you're not good at, your failures, your most embarrassing moments. These are the things that make you beautiful. These are the things that mold your soul into someone resilient, strong, different. These are the things you will love one day, things you'll be thankful for, because this is how your soul grows and how your soul learns. Stop apologizing for not being perfect at every single thing. Stop apologizing for having a human body, for not acting the way other people want you to act, or not looking the way other people want you to look like. Stop apologizing for struggling sometimes, for caring, for being clingy, for wanting love and happiness, and stop thinking that everyone else is perfect except for you. Honestly, that's the biggest lie ever told. We have to stop talking to ourselves in such a negative way. F. Look back at your submission. It's an entire entry bashing yourself for being a person for trying, and just living. I don't see one thing worth hating yourself over. Do you struggle in school? So. You struggle keeping friendships? So. So does most. What I'm looking at is a complete neglect of all the great things about you. You mentioned that you care a lot about people. That's amazing. So many people suck at this, and you don't celebrate that. There are actually three ways we tend to talk negatively to ourselves, and I want to bring attention to those things. The first is what I call an if statement. It's saying something like, I would be pretty if I was skinny and got rid of my acne. Or, I'd be likable if I could top... <laughs> I slurred my words, and you know what? I'm not going to redo the line, just to prove to you guys that I do mess up. And I'm laughing because this is the line I was supposed to say. I'd be likable if I could talk normally around others. <laughs> The idea that we aren't normal or attractive because we are the way we are is such bullcrap. No, you wouldn't be normal if you changed something about yourself. You're normal now. If we keep telling ourselves these if statements, you will never reach self-love because we will never see ourselves as fully acceptable. There will always be something for us to work on. Why do you think people get addicted to plastic surgery? It's because they get one operation done and they thought that it would help them reach perfection But then they immediately see something else that they want to change. So they change that. And then it's just an endless cycle. And it's because perfection doesn't exist. The second type of statement that is harmful is what I call an at least statement. It goes like, at least she has a boyfriend. Or if it's about something physical, at least she doesn't have a fat stomach like I do. This way of thinking is so harmful and also why we can't accept ourselves. In one way, it's taking an insecurity and making that insecurity the reason why we call ourselves ugly. It ignores all of the things we could be loving about ourselves. It also just tears other people down. Do not ever use the phrase, at least, to anyone, especially yourself. Say that you think your hair is ugly and you're talking about it in front of your friends. And your friend says, at least you have a pretty face, though. Okay, so you do think my hair is ugly. Thanks. No matter how you spin it, it's just an awful way of talking to anyone. It's like, yeah, you do have something wrong with you, but at least you have this. It's just so awful. The third thing we tend to tell ourselves is what I call supposed to statements. It's the idea that we are supposed to look different than we do, or act different than we do, that we're supposed to be smarter, that we're supposed to not be clingy, that our lips are supposed to be full and we were just born wrong, or that our eyes are supposed to be big. Listen, we're not supposed to be anything. We're all supposed to be this. Not saying you can't change anything or work on yourself. I'm just saying this is all very normal. I know I've said it a thousand times, but we have to combat the constant lies that we're told to. I see a lot of comments on TikTok, or I used to see these comments on TikTok, where people say things like, why did God decide to give me broad shoulders? As if God was straying from the typical body he usually creates. Guys, there's no typical body. I think one thing we forget is that there's also no typical personality. I've seen people stress over how God decided to make them super emotional or that they have a hard time focusing or applying themselves to anything. Like why do we expect to all act the same and have the same abilities and talents and tendencies? We all have different brains, experiences, different faces, whatever. Different doesn't equal flawed. Perfection is impossible and it's a lie. One of my best friends actually told me something that made me think about my insecurities a bit differently. She said that it's just as vain to obsess over your insecurities and hate your appearance as it is to constantly love the way you look and obsess over it that way. This makes so much sense to me because why would vanity only being staring in the mirror and loving yourself? Why wouldn't it also apply to staring in the mirror forever and hating yourself? Because both are being obsessed with looks, And just a little self-check, how much time and effort are you guys actually wasting obsessing over your insecurities? Staring into the mirror until 2 a.m. as if you'll magically change, or thinking about your mistakes or failures over and over and over again, just replaying it, hoping it'll change. I've done that many times too, (laughs) and it doesn't do any good, by the way. So this next entry is actually positive, and I'm really excited to share it. Dear Diary, I used to hate myself. I mean, I hated every single thing about me. My acne, my voice, my annoying personality, my frizzy hair, I hated it all. I was an insecure 6th grade girl, desperate to be beautiful. Looking in the mirror every day was painful. I felt so alone. I felt as if I was drowning in a sea of hatred for myself and I couldn't escape. I believed that everyone was staring at me in disgust. I truly, truly felt like I was this hideous girl, that I wasn't worth anything. A small voice in my head would remind me of my ugliness and tell me I shouldn't eat too much or otherwise I'll be fat, or tell me everything would be great if I was beautiful. The little voice comes back sometimes to remind me of the pain I felt a year ago and to tell me how pathetic I am. I worry sometimes that the voice will stay and taunt me like it had done this last year to my sixth grade mind. I am now in 7th grade, and I'm still healing from the pain my low self-esteem had caused me. I want those to know that are going through the same situation I had, that they are beautiful, that they are worth so much more than what they think. They will find a way out of that sea of self-hatred. Sincerely, A. Thank you, A, I really, really love this one. We do not see enough stuff like this. Guys, you have to decide for yourself if you want to spend your whole life thinking you need to change or you can help change society. Despite all the lies being shoved in our faces, we can learn to become unapologetic about who we are. We can fight the good fight. It all starts with how you talk to yourself. You have to actively and consciously fight these thoughts. Sometimes, to this day, I still look in the mirror and I think, ugh, if only this was changed about me, I'd be fine. But then I actively notice that thought and tell myself, no, no, that's not true, I'm not going to think that, I am perfectly human and perfectly holly just the way I am, and nothing is in the way of my self-acceptance except for me. Again, this is a muscle you have to exercise, but keep actively fighting these thoughts and you will notice a difference, even if you don't believe them at first, just do it. Another tip is to start associating your insecurities with something positive. You're probably thinking, there is nothing positive about acne, or there's nothing positive about me looking stupid in public. Trust me, there is. Because of these insecurities, maybe you're far more empathetic than others. Maybe you're able to notice when others are feeling left out, sad, or insecure. Maybe it's a trial that you are going through right now that you'll eventually overcome. Maybe you're paving the way for others who look or act like you. You have to see the good because there's always good among suffering. I myself have thanked God for all my insecurities because it's the only reason why I felt moved to even record this episode. I'm thankful because it's given me a whole new perspective. I even struggle with things like imposter syndrome because I always think, why the heck am I doing this? I don't even know enough. I haven't even experienced enough. And I sometimes think if you guys really knew who I was, that you wouldn't even follow me. But even feeling imposter syndrome reminds me that I don't know everything. I don't know enough. But the point of all of this is that I'm still doing it. And I'm still doing my best. And that's the beauty in it. And again, why the heck do I expect myself to be this perfect role model, this perfect person who has overcome everything, who knows all the answers? Because I don't. and. Honestly, who does? There's this other TikTok I want to bring up, and you guys are probably wondering why I'm talking about TikTok so much, if I'm so against it or said that I got off of it. But I do scroll on it sometimes, just an FYI. Anyways, it was a TikTok about this girl who recently got a nose job, and someone commented that she should have gotten her ears done instead because they stick out a little. You probably saw it because it did go viral, and it's by Sarah Karsten's, if you're interested. But she was saying that the day she started loving her ears and stopped hating them is the day she stopped seeing herself as Dumbo or Gollum from Lord of the Rings. And instead of these things, she started seeing herself as this beautiful elf. Just saying, it is all about perspective, and perspective requires you to put in work. So stop telling yourself that you look like a trash can, even if it's a joke. Or that you look huge or that you aren't capable of being successful. You have a unique style about you. You have curves, baby, work (laughs) them. Maybe your brain works differently than others. Like, that's awesome. That's fine. Change the way you talk to yourself. And besides all of that, you cannot tell me that you would not be jealous of a confident queen who doesn't fit the beauty standard versus a girl that does but struggles with self-confidence. Let's get one thing straight. We don't want to look like other girls. We just want to feel confident and feel free. And guess what? You can. You can 100% feel confident without looking or being like them. Confidence does not depend on your appearance, and thank God that it doesn't. Another thing to actually help change our perspective is to control the things we see and hear. So, you know the little thing if you hold down on a TikTok and you say, I'm not interested? I started doing that on those stupid beauty trends, so I just don't see them anymore. I used to think that controlling how I view things and controlling the media I watch is kind of like lying to myself because I know it's still there, but I'm just choosing to ignore it. It kind of felt like I was trying to cheat myself into self-love. But listen, you getting off social media or changing your thoughts, that isn't ignoring reality. It's stepping into reality. You getting off of it is ignoring the lies being fed to you. By getting away from those things, you are stepping further away from deception and stepping closer to understanding the truth. It's hard not to mix reality and the internet together because the internet has so much information on it. So, I mean, that's real information, so how is that not reality, right? But let's take a moment to remind ourselves that reality is actually a lot calmer and more forgiving than the internet will ever be. And the best part about that is reality is real and we can count on it. It's like everyone looks like a supermodel on the internet, but looking up, looking around the towns that we actually live in, I highly doubt that everyone around you looks like a supermodel in reality. Our bodies are just the things that allow us to live, to walk around, to love others, to laugh, to see sunsets, to help people, to go on adventures, to drink good coffee, to look at the stars, to meet new people, to make someone smile, to have children if we want them, My gosh, like if you're a woman, the fact that your body can literally knit a human being together, that's amazing. We get to experience life, and we get to do it in a world filled with so many amazing, unique people. Lose yourself in something larger. Focus on God. Focus on your purpose. Focus on your greatness. And if you really want to fight it, focus on humility, because all our insecurities are prideful and vain. We are so obsessed with being and looking perfect that we forget we are a part of a much, much greater story. It's amazing, isn't it, that there's more to life than looking a certain way. And honestly, we're all going to be old and gray one day anyways. Remember, constantly repeating the lie to yourself that you're not enough might make you believe it, but it will never make it true. Hold on to that. The ending quote for today comes from Beth Moore. And she's author of a book titled, So Long Insecurity, You've Been a Bad Friend to Us. I haven't read it, but she is a Christian author and it seems pretty good. Begin quote, We're going to have to let truth scream louder to our souls than the lies that have infected us. End quote. It takes work. It's a fight for sure. But what a shame it would be if you lived your entire life never being able to see the true wonder that you really are. Start fighting for the truth. Start fighting for yourself. If you liked this podcast, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcast. please. Do it on your parents' phone, your friends' phone. Just do it. It's the only way to really support the podcast right now, and it would mean a lot. Okay, I'm done. Bye, guys. Remember the value of your life, and if you have a dog, make sure you pet it. Sincerely, Holly.